Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about the slow march of imminent decay of our mortal forms. And who's the real Daddy Warbucks of the comic world? I just realized his last name is Warbucks. Like, does Daddy Warbucks make all of his money from war? Is he a war? I would assume so. I would oh assume so. War's a very profitable uh, thing, I hear. <laughs> That's really dark for little orphan Annie. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm off-screen producer Brandon, and I'm here with MT. Say hello to hey! the people, MT. Greetings, people. I hope you all are doing well. I missed you. It's been a while since I've seen you, even though it's only been a couple of days, but hello. The, the people missed you too, MT. Don't worry about it. Don't worry all about right. it. All right, let's hop into the big question this week. The Falcon and Winter Soldier has introduced some new super soldiers onto the MCU chessboard. We got the mysterious organization, the Flag Smashers. We've finally been introduced to Isaiah Bradley, an American super soldier. Bucky fought as the Winter Soldier back in 1951 and who was then imprisoned uh, and kept secret from the public. Terrible stuff. But all of these super soldiers really bring up one of our favorite ontological questions. How does aging work differently for super soldiers? That is a fantastic question, Brandon. I'm glad oh, you asked you. it. Thank um, you. Well, before we talk about that, we got to talk about us because there's more humans on the world than super soldiers. I don't know what people have told you, but that is the case. And I aging hope so. <laughs> aging in humans is natural and has many effects on the body. And we do it every day. It's against our will. It's literally the worst. Don't do it if you can. Just aging. I hate aging. My bones hurt every day. <laughs> um, ever since I turned 25. Just don't do it. Um, at a microscopic level, our cells die off and new cells replace them as we age. But at some point, the new cells stop coming because our genes are programmed to limit the number of times a cell can divide and make new cells. As a result of this, most bodily functions peak before age 30 and then the slow decline begins. I'm 29, so I'm feeling that slow decline right now. I wish I was 29, MT. I wish I was still 29. <laughs> that would be great. 29 is, uh, it's pretty good, but, uh, I'm starting to feel it, Brandon. I'm starting to feel stay it. Stay there. Apparently 30 is when it all starts to go downhill. So <laughs> stay at 29 for as long as you can. Stay as long as you can. For the love of God, cherish it. The eyes and ears are usually the first things to change, but a lot of other effects of aging can be seen throughout the body. I mean, bones become less dense, joints begin to break down as the cartilage weakens, muscles become less strong, our skin becomes thinner and less elastic, um, the nerve cells in our brain decrease, and even our sense of smell and taste gets weaker, which I'm not looking forward to. I mean, at that point, it's just like, how do I just, how do I survive without the sense of smell and taste, Brandon? How do I, I tell do if the cheese is gone? bad if i can't smell it you exactly know? you're just gonna have to just just pray <laughs> just eat just the cheese pray. anyway and just pray just, you just... oh cheese gods please give me unmoldy cheese this day cheese gods please don't mm. don't hurt me cheese gods delicious cheese gods <laughs> cheese, cheese lactose gods thank you <laughs> i don't know what it was Oh, the lactose gods have forsaken me. Don't worry about Oh, that. me too. I am very lactose intolerant, Brandon. Oh, no. I've been, I've been tossed out of the kingdom of lactose. That's, oh, that's man. For sure. The lactose gang, uh, <laughs> I envy you. I envy all of you guys that can uh, eat lactose. I am not part of the lactose gang. There are a lot more awful, terrifying, depressing things that can happen to our frail human bodies as we age, but I just wanted to hit the highlights and give you a concise idea about the process of aging. I appreciate you keeping it peppy. Problem. It's what I do. It's just, you know, just got to keep it positive, light. We're all dying every day. You know, Brian, it's, it's the little things, Brandon. Just creeping <laughs> towards the grave, my friend. Just creeping <laughs> towards the grave. 
But our super soldier friends do not have to worry about this problem, which is hmm, great, Steve. I'm glad you can. You don't have to worry about that or think about that. Aging for them is completely different. There are different versions of the super soldier serum out there, but it seems like every version has the effect of enhancing the metabolic, cellular, and chemical processes of the body. And this increases strength, stamina, and healing abilities while building up greater resistances to fatigue and exhaustion. More importantly, they appear to age much slower than mm -hmm. you and me. Looking fresh in their old age. And even, even Isaiah Bradley, he's been looking, he's still looking pretty good for his he's age. He's still looking I mean, pretty good. And uh, you know what they say, Brandon? Black don't crack. So Is that what they say? It's what they say I've every heard, day. I, it is what they say. <laughs> it's, what the, it's what the first words my mother told me. He's like, listen, young baby, black don't crack. You'll be looking like this for until you're 85. The first words my mother told me were stay out of the moldy cheese. <laughs> Don't eat the moldy cheese, Brandon. Trust your cheese, sense of Brandon. smell and taste. <laughs> now, it's important to keep in mind that Steve Rogers is the only super soldier that we know of that has received the original Dr. Urkstein formula with the ever-important Vita Rays. Every other super soldier has been the result of an attempt to recreate that formula with varying degrees of success. Yeah, Steve got that uncut Erskine, like, <laughs> this is the real juice. This is the real mamma yeah. jamma. He's oh, like, yeah. don't worry, Steve. I'm going to make so much of this stuff. We're going to have home armies full of Erskine's formula. It's going to be great. Oh, man, like, it's that original, original recipe, KFC, that Steve got's in his veins, mm. man. Ooh, that's the good stuff. Mm, finger licking good. Delicious. <laughs> now, we'll go through the super soldiers that we do know of and see if we can determine their aging process, starting with... Okay. Captain America, born Heard on July fourth, nineteen eighteen. What a coincidence, right? What I mean, a coincidence for old Captain America. Right. I, I feel like little, the parents had to plan that's that. Like, that's like I think it's like retconning by the U.S. government. Like they probably went in and changed his like birthday to make it July fourth. I wouldn't be surprised. Like you got to look more patriotic, and there's nothing patriotic about August second. <laughs> Sorry, all you August 2nd. I'm out so there. sorry. I mean, I'm so sure sorry, you guys are Leos. very patriotic. Anyway, so he was born on July 4th, 1918, and he gets the serum in 1943. And in 1945, he crashes into the Arctic ice and is frozen at age 27, which okay. is, you know, he's done a lot more at 27 than I've ever done. So yeah. it's still pretty good. And, and then he's thawed out in 2011, 66 years later, but he's actually 27 since he was frozen that entire time. Yeah, because this is like going to be important because, right, because when you're frozen in the ice, you're not aging, I guess, because his metabolism yeah. is so slow. He's like yeah. barely moving. Yeah. Okay. So like your, your biological age is still 27, yeah. even though like on paper he's 66, but he's yeah. 27. Yeah. He looks great when he comes out. Oh, yeah. He looks fantastic. Um, I haven't been frozen. I, uh, I look like I'm 56. <laughs> So. I've been very cold before, <laughs> never frozen. I mean, I live in New England, so we're just perpetually frozen, I guess. You! <laughs> You're like 106, right? You look great. <laughs> and then by the end of the final battle with Thanos and Endgame in 2023, he should be around like 39 years old. And then he goes through the quantum tunnel to replace the Infinity Stones, but decides to live out in a branch reality with Peggy Carter, the love of his life in an uh, alternate reality. I mean, she's... She's a very strong, powerful, but also coincidentally very beautiful British woman. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I would totally leave all my friends and family uh, for Peggy Carter, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would risk the time-space continuum to live out a life with Peggy Carter. Don't tell my wife. Oh, great Scott. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even text my mom. I'd just be like, "Hey, I'm just gone. I'm sleeping." New phone. You know? Who dis? Sorry, I'm in a new reality, <laughs> dog. Leave me alone, mom. 
everybody knows that my mom is the only number I have in my phone. So <laughs> that's, that's really that's like a you, you live life like an assassin. Just one number on the phone. That's all he's got. Yes. I have a separate from just for my mom. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, we can assume that he went back to 1945, around the time he disappeared into the ice. So when we see him again in Endgame as Old Cap, he should be around 117. And he definitely looks and sounds older, but he's still pretty spry for 117 years old. I gotta say, most people would be mega dead at 117. I, I know that uh, I'm probably not going to get past 65. Uh, no, you can't say that, MT. Like, I'm I'm Babe Ruth in my age. I keep calling in at 120. Like, I'm living to 120. Oh, shoot. 120? Well, I don't spend my life like I'm going to make it to 120, but I just keep calling my shot. You know what I mean? You can't put out there that you're going to only go to 65. Bro, uh, you're going to make it to 170, bro. I can see it oh, right now. I, I don't 170. know. What am I going to do with 170? Ugh. I'll be like, so at 170, angry. we're all going to look like that shriveled fish from the yeah. SpongeBob, the old lady fish. <laughs> from the- the chocolates episode. I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Get off my virtual lawn. So he comes back. He lives out the whole reality with mm. Peggy Carter. So now he's 117 when he gives Sam the shield, right? Yes. He's, he's looking doing good his for 117. He gives Sam the shield at 117. But really, he's about 183 because he did spend 66 of those years on ice, but with right. a very slow metabolism. Yeah. So. His, his, his thought out age is 117. He's 183 yes. on paper, 117 thought out. Okay. Yes, it's 117 is what he puts on his uh, Tinder profile. So uh, oh, okay. people don't nice. think he's super old. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Uh, very, smart. Um, very smart. But that's Steve Rogers. But next up is Cap's best friend forever, Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. Now, Bucky was born on March 10th, 1917 and enlisted in the Army in 1943, but was captured and given super soldier serum in that same year, I believe. And in 1945, Bucky goes missing during the train mission and is reclaimed by Hydra. And this is where the on and off again freezing starts. So, MD, you're saying he, he enlists in the military, right? Yes. And then he gets he gets captured in that first year. That's a real bummer. He's a POW. Mega bummer. Zola, Zola is like doing all these things to all these prisoners and he gives, he winds up giving some knockoff of the Erskine formula to Bucky. Yes. And then Steve comes and liberates them all, puts like together the howling commandos, right? <laughs> and then like during the train robbery, Bucky falls off the train. Bye, Bucky. Bye, Bucky. <laughs> because he has this like serum in his body already, he's able to live through this scenario, right? Zola finds yes. him again and then they give him the arm, right? Okay. Exactly. You nailed it, Brandon. Thank you. You freaking nailed it. You. Ding. It's almost like you wrote the script. <laughs> Don't tell the people at home that. Don't. You didn't hear that from me. That is exactly right. Now, we do know that Bucky fought Isaiah Bradley during the Korean War in 1951, and he okay. is involved with the assassination of John F. Kennedy in 1963, um, which is, you know, highly unfortunate, but, you know. Highly unfortunate. If you if you're mind controlled, it's fine. It's not his fault. He's it's a, totally he's not a, his fault. He's a mind controlled robot. But then in 1991, Tony Stark's parents um, were murdered by Bucky, and Bucky would then go on to train some super soldiers in that 90s period. And then sometime after that, um, he kills Yuri's son, as we see in um, episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is very sad. Um, I'm sure he feels very bad about that. Um, and then later on, he assassinates a target being protected by Black Widow in 2009. 
Oh, that's right. Um, he like shoots through her, right? That's how she describes it. And then she's yes. like, bye bye bikini. Yes. Which, she's real chipper about it. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she looks fine in the bikini. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Come on. And then he comes back in 2014 during the events of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and he right. goes on the run, makes some amends after that, and then he gets his arm fried by Tony Stark in Captain America Civil War, and then the he gets The aforementioned frozen. parent death comes back to haunt him. Oh, yes. I mean, if you kill someone's <laughs> parents, you, you can't just feel like you got away with it, because you probably He remembered, didn't. though. He remembers all of he them. He did. He remembers every person he killed, and that's very sweet, but also kind of torturous, and I'm so sorry. It's very that. torturous. He's making his amends. He's making his amends. Yeah, he's got his list. He's, he's, he's checking it twice. He's going to find out if he's been naughty or nice. <laughs> Mostly naughty. Mostly uh, naughty. <laughs> And then he gets frozen in Wakanda in 2016. We don't know how long he's been frozen for, but we know that he was frozen in 2016. And then he fights in the Battle of Wakanda in 2018 and then gets blipped and then comes back in 2023 where he's going on adventures with his best black friend, Sam Wilson. It's always good to have a best black friend, Brandon. Would, I, I mean, do you have any positions open? Because I've, 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 I'm, I'm always accepting that, applications. I'm just saying... So now it is six months after the blip, so like 2023, 2024-ish, and Bucky said in episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier that he is 106 years old. Now, he still looks pretty damn young, but he did spend some of that time frozen, and he had Hydra constantly monitoring him medically, though their methods aren't always about putting patient care and comfort first, but they did a somewhat good job. He still looks pretty good. Mastering the smoky eye has never been easier. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... Anytime the doctor gives you something to bite down on before you do the procedure, it ain't going to be a fun procedure, my friend. Mon frere. <laughs> Mon frere yeah. is going to be pretty rough. Mon frere. It's going to be pretty rough. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Bucky says he's 106, and he obviously mm. looks, like, way younger than yeah. Steve when Steve's 117. But also, we know Bucky's been frozen a bunch. We don't know how long he was frozen for. Like, right. we listed everything we know, but there were probably other missions he ran Oh, so yeah, he's on sure. and off, but he could have been frozen for, like, half of that time, right? If you think it's, about it. Yeah, it's true. We just don't know the just the rate at which Hydra was using this man. They're doing all this medicine to, like, keep him alive and, like, keep him looking fresh. So, you know, that's probably playing into it. But, again, it's tough to tell, right? Like, how old he really is because he's, he's getting thawed and refrozen, which is dangerous to do to your meat. You can't do that. Once you thaw the meat, you can't refreeze it, folks. Exactly. Be safe out there. <laughs> I love how you He's call it meat. There. You move your meat, you lose your seat, as they say. The human meat, the chicken meat, whatever meat you eat, don't freeze it, thaw it, and then refreeze it. It's Seriously. dangerous. If you're going to freeze your meat, you're going to freeze it one time. <laughs> Only freeze your meat one time, because you Only can't do it more one than time. once. Hashtag don't freeze your meat, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag don't refreeze your meat. Hi, right, Baba. So he's got this knockoff Erskine formula. He's aging a little differently than Steve, but yeah. it looks like it's it's working pretty well because he's still looking great at 106 with oh, an yeah. asterisk. Oh, for sure, 100. He looks great. It's that all, all that moisturizing. Nice. He uses Jergens, I hear. Jergens really oh, helps him with. Okay. Just kidding. No, he's it's all that frozen stuff. You know, he he was definitely on ice way more than Steve was. <laughs> Steve living in his alternate reality mm -hmm. and not being frozen, Bucky is definitely going to look a lot younger than Steve would. Bucky got like the Hydra version of Jurgens, which is just <laughs> Jurgens, which is just a bunch of people named Jurgens that they ground up and made into like a lotion because they're Hydra. They're awful, folks. Yes. R.I.P. Jurgens. <laughs> R.I.P. All you Jurgens. 
all you Jurgens that were sacrificed to make uh, Bucky Barnes look so damn good. <laughs> but next, we have, of course, uh, the newest super soldier that was introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Isaiah Bradley. And yeah. we're not sure when Isaiah was born, but he has to be at least 18 to enlist in the army. So by the time he was fighting Bucky in the Korean War in 1951, he was at least 18 years old, but probably closer to like 20-ish. Yeah, they probably weren't like pulling off guys fresh on the line to be like, give the 18-year-old some super soldier serum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was probably already approved himself on the battlefield. But he was never put on ice, but was instead imprisoned and tested on for at least... 30 years, 30 years, that's three decades. That's insanity. That's when, I, when I heard that, I was like, are you for real? Are you for real? Ugh. Like, it, it's so sad. But anyway, he probably wasn't getting good food or decent medical care during this time, unfortunately, because, you know, the whole black thing. But in fact, his imprisonment was probably pretty harsh considering his abilities, because... You know, if you're a strong dude, you could probably break out of prison fairly Yeah, they easily. probably had him locked up, like, pretty, pretty yeah. brutally. And you're right. Like, he's not, unlike Bucky, who is a, a weapon of Hydra, and they're keeping him at, like, peak performance and giving him what he needs. Like, Isaiah Bradley, they probably tossed him in, like, a dark metal cell somewhere, kept yeah. him away from the light, giving him crappy food. He's not getting to, like, keep his body, like, in great shape. So it's just the serum doing everything it can to hold him together. Plus, as you point out, he's getting experimented on. So we don't know what that's doing to him, right? Taking out his blood and taking DNA samples. Who knows what it's doing to him? Yeah, that man had a most likely a very rough time in prison. And they just yeah. did not treat this man well. Um, most likely because they're just trying to figure out why the formula in his blood works and trying to right. most likely recreate it. And so that's a lot of prodding and uh, poking. And uh, that's unfun for 30 years. Yeah. But he could be a lot older than we think. I mean, we can safely assume Isaiah's age is at least in the low to mid 90s. And while he shows some age on his face, it's clear he's still pretty strong and mentally adept as we saw him throw that uh, little uh, tin into the wall. Yeah, and threw those Altoids like right into the wall, man. They stuck right in there. Yeah, that is 100% part of the wall now. Like yeah, that is. But for being at least like 90, he's in great shape. It looks tough. He looks like he could still take on anybody. And he's sharp. Yeah, and he's pissed. He's rightfully he pissed, pissed off. I mean, he. I wouldn't even assume that he owns a life alert. I don't think that he needs a life alert. Life alert is a lifesaver. If it weren't for life alert, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Get out of my house! So again, this is like he gets a knockoff Erskine formula, right? The mm. government's probably trying to recreate it because they've lost Steve in the ice and they're not looking for him hard enough, guys. He's right there. Go get him. Uh, <laughs> so they, they come up with this new formula. They at least tested on Isaiah Bradley. There were probably other people they tested on. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe it did work. Who knows? But for whatever reason, we can assume that the government maybe stops trying it for a little while until, you know, Big Daddy Ross comes back and starts <laughs> it up again. Because, like, there must have been a reason they're not trying to perfect it still. Maybe it was uh, Isaiah. They realized with Isaiah Bradley, it's like too dangerous to have these super soldiers running around that you've pissed off uh, and, <laughs> and want, want a little agency with their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, hopefully we find out more about like what happened. I mean, with that whole process with Isaiah as the show goes on. I mean, can you imagine if you live <laughs> next to Isaiah Bradley and like in that neighborhood and you're like a kid and you keep, you know, like the sandlot, like you keep knocking like balls into his backyard and you're like, 
oh man, I have to go into <laughs> Mr. Bradley's backyard. Last time I lost my baseball back there, he bit it in half and he spit it in my face. He took my soccer ball and he, he threw it to Cleveland. Right. So this guy's a he dick. He threw it four cities away. And then Come your parents on. are like, don't say that. You can't say that about Mr. Bradley. And you're like, he's mean. He's mean. I'm scared of Mr. Bradley. Yeah, I would be terrified of Mr. Bradley because uh, old people did not like me as a child because I was uh, <laughs> frankly crying all the time. <laughs> they didn't like you, huh? Old people had it out for you. I bet Isaiah Bradley can leave like a full bowl of Halloween candy out. And like no one will, will take the whole bowl. You know what I mean? Like they just take yeah. a little piece. You don't oh, yeah. mess with Mr. Bradley. Isaiah Bradley keeps a tight Halloween ship. Mr. Bradley took all my whoppers <laughs> and then he threw them into the wall. Now they're stuck in the cement wall. My whoppers. I was going to say that like he, I took too much candy and he threw me <laughs> to another city. But Mr. Bradley like, threw me to Cleveland. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, if you're a, If you're a child that takes all the candy, you... You deserve to get thrown into another city. I would say so, honestly. I mean, that's how it don't is. do it. That's not child abuse. That's justice. Yeah, because like the candy's for everybody. Because if for you're taking everybody. too much candy, other kids can't get the candy. So we live in a society. We, where we do have to trust each other with free candy. Okay, exactly. And Isaiah's a the hero. Rules. He would never a throw hero. a child without a good reason. That's I trust him. I trust him to throw any child he deems unworthy. Exactly. <laughs> Now that we got those three main super soldiers out of the way, we got to talk about the attempts to recreate the super soldier serum in Emil Blonsky and, of course, Bruce Banner. Now, in the MCU, it's been established that the work that Bruce Banner was doing that eventually turned him into the Hulk was a part of a project Thaddeus Ross was overseeing to recreate the super soldier serum. Now, mm -hmm. Banner thought that gamma radiation could replace the Vita radiation that Erksine originally used. And how'd that turn out for old Brucey Banner? Uh, not good. He was 110% wrong, as that turned him into a giant, green, uh, strong booger man. Though he didn't really know what he was working. He thought he was, like, working on, like, a, a radiation reducer or something. Weird. Like a protective serum to help people who are exposed to radiation. Yeah, they, like never tell, they never tell the scientists what yeah. they're really working on. I you mean, know, he's dating, he's dating the boss's daughter. He wants to show off. So he's like, exactly. I'm going to give myself a double dose of radiation because I'm so good. <laughs> and this is going to work so well. And Some extra vitamin. Like, behind the glass, like, what is he doing? This is not what he shouldn't do this. He's actually working on super soldier serum. Yeah, I mean, that is a good point. He was dating his daughter. So yeah. you do That's crazy you, things. You don't, you don't date the boss's daughter. You never, do dumb things never. at work. It's you do terrible dumb things idea. at work. So Bruce was given a recreated version of the super soldier serum unbeknownst to him before blasting himself with all that gamma radiation. While his results weren't standard to other super soldiers, like for example, Bruce appears to not have any heightened abilities when he's not the Hulk, we will have to see if there are any long-term effects on his aging. Because we don't really yeah, know. What if Bruce just right like now. lives for like another hundred years? That'd be crazy. It's true. That would be pretty nuts. And I feel like that's highly probable because And he's like, your What's going on? I just want to die. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody else in the MCU that wants to die more than uh, Bruce Banner, unfortunately. You have to return to your body now. You don't have time. Aw, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm a ghost. But you're not dead. That his, like, monologue about, like, eating a bullet and... I know, so dark. So depressing. So dark. So dark. But at the same time, bro, it's hard being the Hulk. I, I, it's hard being the Hulk. Hey, but you got to go to Ragnarok. Fun. 
Right? You, you get to go to Asgard, you get to have all those fun adventures. So stop fun complaining, adventures. Thank God the bullet didn't work. Right? Seriously, because he ends up saving the universe. Now, another person given the super soldier serum was, of course, Emil Blonsky in the Incredible Hulk film. Now, he was a special ops commando with the British Royal Marines, and he was born on March 1st, 1971, and he was given the super soldier serum twice in 2010 at the age of 39 as part of Ross's efforts to capture the Hulk. First, he was given a small dose of the serum, and after he did that, he was able to keep up with the Hulk in a fight, but was ultimately punted into a tree trunk, and he got pretty wrecked. Oh, my boy got wrecked. My boy got wrecked up. Mega wrecked. Like, you don't walk away from that if you don't have serum in your blood. Yeah. I feel bad, too, because, like, Ross, like, really talks him into taking the serum, and he's like, oh, you're slowing down in your old age. Seriously. I'll take a little serum. Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm, <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm fighting this big green monster. Then, boop, punted. <laughs> Just can't get you know seduced by Ross. It's that mustache. Um, it's so seductive. I'm working on mine. I've been working on mine for a long time, and it ain't never coming. Hey man, one day. And then Mr. Blonsky ends up healing up in a day, if you can believe it, because I can't, because that's kind of insane. But he winds up getting a second, bigger dose of the serum from Ross, which has some effects on his physiology. And then finally, he injects himself with Bruce's gamma and irradiated blood, which turns him into the abomination, with the help of, of course. The leader, um, the future leader, anyway. We hope. We well, hope. I hope we see him again. I really, I have a feeling that we will, but like, fingers crossed. And then, after being defeated by the Hulk, Blonsky is placed in a cryo cell in the Vault, a shield facility in Barrow, Alaska. And maybe he still could be there, but we don't really know what Blonsky's doing these days. So again, they're putting another super soldier on ice because Blonsky was like an older guy who takes the serum. So this is gonna be interesting to see what what the long term effects of the serum are on like old older guys like because you're starting at a later age maybe doesn't work as well does it heal up some of the aging you already did yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see but why do they have them on ice uh seriously i mean they're, they're always putting their super soldiers on us yeah but you're just you're putting off your problems to your children you know what i mean <laughs> our children are gonna have to deal with all these frozen super soldiers folks i mean zemo had the right idea exactly he's like there's already too many super people around we don't need more now, both bruce banner and emil blonsky received different variations and treatments of the original super soldier serum and not much time has passed for them in order to determine what effect if any it will have on their aging. So we can't really know for sure, but they also received it at a much older age than Steve, Bucky, or Isaiah did. So, you know, we're just gonna have to see how that plays out in the long term. Yeah, maybe the effects will be different. Who knows? Maybe the gamma doesn't help the aging. We'll have to see. I mean, Mark Ruffalo looks pretty good. I think he has the serum in him. I think they actually did it. That was all just method acting. He was like, put it in me. <laughs> Oh man, if Disney has the serum, you know they're keeping these actors alive forever. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Robert Downey Jr. is getting the first, <laughs> getting the first dose. Oh, he's definitely coming back. He's coming back, baby. And of course, if we're talking super soldiers, we have to talk about the new super soldiers on the block, the Flag Smashers. Now, we don't know how Carly Morgenthau and the Flag Smashers received their super soldier serum yet, or what version or variation of it that they did get, but we are assuming that the power broker gave them the serum but we'll have to wait and see who the power broker is and where the supply of serum is coming from. This is our first female recipient of the super yes. soldier serum that we know of. Yes. Uh, and in the real world, you know, medications affect men and women very differently. This is always a big topic. Like they do a lot of clinical tests are done on men, but they're not done on women. And so Carly could have totally different side effects from it. 
Uh, maybe she'll age even less. Maybe she'll bunge, Benjamin Button it and turn it into a baby. Ooh, you know? <laughs> baby flag smashers. Baby flag smashers. Ruining wow. country See, that's, a, that's a whole Disney Plus spinoff for the kids. <laughs> baby flag smashers. Down baby with the flags. flags. We, don't want, we don't want any mammies anywhere. <laughs> no cribs. And finally, uh, the last super soldier that we're going to talk about is a super soldier that people tend to forget is a super soldier, but... Red Skull, a.k.a. Johan Schmidt. Oh, yeah, um, baby. Captain America. Captain Vormir uh, is more <laughs> like it. You are failing me. <laughs> so Johan Schmidt, a.k.a. Red Skull, is also a super soldier, and he injected himself with a beta version of the Erksine formula, and it had some, you know, unthrilling side effects, mainly to his facial region. Yeah, because Erskine's telling Steve about how like the serum like enhances whatever's inside of you. And because, you know, Johann Schmidt was full of nothing great, who's full of awful <laughs> evilness, uh, it really manifested itself in a scary ass face. Uh, I think you meant him, he was full of shit, Brandon. He was just full he was of shit. full of shit. And it made him angrier <laughs> and it made him even more power hungry, so much so that he was gonna, you know, bite the hand that feeds him. He was ready to take out the Nazis, which it's a good thing, but yeah. it's not good to replace them with Hydra. It's it's a, a thousand times worse. I say we should have let him take out the Nazis and then and we then take him out. There exactly. we go. That's the order of operations. <laughs> I should have been a general. Move over, Ross. I'm coming in for your job. Though we are not exactly sure when Red Skull was born, we do know that he took the serum around 1940. And then he gets teleported away from Earth by the Tesseract in 1945 and is still alive on Vormir when Thanos shows up in 2018. Though it is sort of hard to tell if that's from the serum or the cosmic powers of the Infinity Stones now that he was a guardian of the Soul Stone. Or, you know, just the power of hate, which keeps you alive. He's just kind of like floating there, right? We don't like see his feet, do we? I don't, I don't even know if he has feet. Does he have feet? Yes. Yeah, he's kind of like mysterious. And again, once you've been teleported to space, the rules are out the window. You can live yeah. for however long. Who knows how long you live on Vormir? You're totally right, because like once you start getting cosmic, things are like sort of out the window because he knew everybody's like names and backgrounds up there. Right, right. So it's he gets, like, he's getting like information downloaded yeah. to his head. So the normal aging process is out the window at this point. One set of super soldiers we haven't talked about, we kind of briefly mentioned them, are the ones that like in 1991... When Bucky steals the stuff from the Starks, RIP, mm. uh, and then they make like five other super soldiers, and we think Zemo's gonna like let him out, but he just winds up killing him. We don't know much about them other than that they were created. It doesn't appear that they got any sort of like Vita rays or gamma radiation. It was just injected and they got all uh, angry. Uh, <laughs> and then they started rebelling against our captors, so Hydra put them on ice like immediately, and then they don't even get thawed out and they just get shot. They look like the same age when they got shot, but again, they've been frozen the whole time. So it's hard to tell what effects, if any, uh, ha it had on their aging process when they were given right. the serum. So we don't really need, we don't have to go too deep into them. They're dead. Yeah. Forget yeah, them. They're dead. They're gone. They're dead and gone. We don't really, yeah. they weren't really major characters, but we have to mention them because they were super soldiers. So looking at all these different super soldiers and their varying aging abilities, it seems like the serum effects on the body cells, metabolism, and regeneration abilities slow the natural aging process and gives the super soldiers a much longer life, provided that they still treat their bodies well and avoid overtesting by fascist political groups, because that's just not good for the body. 
It's not yeah. good for the body. So the serum's doing some good work, but you also got to do the work yourself. You know, exactly, stay fit, which is eat right, worst. drink plenty of water. The whole food pyramid. Yeah, the whole food pyramid. Well, I think it's on the side now. I think they got rid of the pyramid. There was like 10 pyramids. I don't know. I think it's a dodecahedron now. I think it's, it's just... the food dodecahedron. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like MT, uh, the serum, the way it's it slows down their aging because they're able to like regrow their cells that us regular humans aren't regrowing so well. Yeah. That's how they're they're staying young, fresh, and agile. Well, that was great. Fantastic, MT. Great job. <laughs> We're going to dive into our bite-sized questions next. But first, a word from some of the folks that help us bring you Big Question. We could all benefit from unplugging every now and then. One of my favorite ways to rest my eyes and relax is when I put on my Raycon wireless earbuds and listen to some great music or like a goofy podcast. I hate wired headphones. I'm wearing them now, and it's a terrible idea because you end up yanking them or, you know, you pull them out accidentally. Or sometimes when I'm, like, karate chopping, I catch it and just yanks right out. <laughs> sometimes it's, like, when I'm trying to look cool and I just yank them out of my ears. It's awful. And I often miss, like, the best part of my goofy podcast that I'm listening to or I miss my favorite part of the song and then I'm fumbling around for 30 seconds and my vibe, yeah. it's ruined. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Raycons, they have no dangling wires or stems to get in your way. They come in a range of stylish colors, uh, but always with a comfortable and discreet in-ear fit. Raycons are built to perform anywhere and anytime with water and sweat-resistant construction and Bluetooth that pairs quickly and seamlessly. They have enough battery life for six hours of playtime, so the music doesn't have to stop until you need to charge them again. The best part? Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone, with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners, and here's what you got to do to get it. You go to buyraycon.com slash big question. That's it. Buyraycon.com slash big question. You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order, so feel free to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash big question. Buyraycon.com slash big question. A pair and a spare. Don't mind if I do. A pair and a spare. Mm. (laughs) Now, I know a bunch of people whose parents aren't native English speakers and they don't speak their parents' first language. Learning a new language is tough, even when your family is speaking it. Now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use. That's what's great about Babbel. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, like when you're driving or cleaning your home, whatever. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind. Things that you'll get to use in everyday life. Because it makes sense. Because why are you going to speak like you don't speak in everyday life? Captain America, vos es de biblioteca. Captain America. <laughs> Donde esa la biblioteca? Captain America, wie geht's es Ihnen? Mm, gut, danke. Und dir? Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Now, with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German, which is a great language. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, which is very nifty. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Because right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. It's a great deal. So just go to babble.com, use the promo code BIGQUESTION, that is B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code BIGQUESTION, all one word, no spaces, for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Okay, MT, are you ready to dive into some bite-sized questions? Hang on, oh, you know. Hang on. 
Okay, so our first question comes from Khaleesi Stormborn on Discord, uh, and they ask, who's richer, Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? There have been several real-world publications and institutions that have weighed in on the wealth of famous comic book characters. It's a mm. popular subject. Uh, in 2020, last year, I don't know if you'll call it, terrible year, uh, <laughs> Vanquist Bank in the UK estimated some superhero salaries by looking at the average salary for their listed profession in the city where they are based, or like the real world equivalent of the fictional cities that they belong to. Because Gotham ain't a real city. What? <laughs> I don't know if you know this, I don't know if you So for Bruce Wayne, they came up with an annual salary of $988,902. That's a great salary. That's, That's an amazing good. salary. For Tony Stark, the annual salary they came up with was $920,006. Uh, I know these numbers sound a little wacky, but that's because Vanquist Bank is in the UK and they did it in pounds and we had to transfer it over to dollars. So it's not a very smooth thing, but great salaries all around, that's right? Fantastic salaries. Uh, and that's just the annual salary, assuming they're still doing their jobs while saving the world. Uh, so Batman comes out with the advantage here, but salary alone does not constitute wealth. In 2013, True. Forbes looked at Bruce and Tony's overall wealth. Bruce Wayne's overall wealth, which includes all of his assets, businesses owned, and family inheritance, was $9.2 billion. This same Forbes article said Tony Stark's overall wealth was $12.4 billion. So this gives Tony Damn. the advantage now. Just for some perspective, mm. Jeff Bezos is currently worth about $182 billion, which is insane. It really wow. dwarfs what we assume are these mega, mega rich people. Jeff Bezos makes them look like chumps. Chumps. Uh, Jeff Bezos could fight crime this whole time and chooses not to? Yeah, instead he's fighting unions. What a jerk. What a big old jerk. Captain America! <laughs> Captain America! Am I saying Amazon. Jeff Bezos' Red Skull? I don't know. You read into the subtext. <laughs> so looking at where all their money comes from, both Bruce and Tony have like a ton of defense contracts, which can bank some serious cash. I mean, that's where the money's going. Oh, Tony yeah. also has a lot of money coming from the energy sector, uh, as well as money he gets from Stark Industries and some of their subsidiaries. Uh, like mm. in the comics, they bought out Stain International, a company called Accutech, Cordco. Mm. They're all under like Stark Industries, so a very rich company. Oh. But Wayne Enterprises is no slouch of a company itself. Uh, it's one of the oldest companies in the DC universe, having started like in the 17th century, the Waynes Dang. have been making money. Wayne Enterprises has been around for a long time. They have a ton of subsidiaries. It's this crazy long list in almost every industry, including aerospace, botanicals, pharmaceuticals, electronics, entertainment. They own the Daily Planet, you know, very Bezos-like, owning the newspaper, <laughs> uh, retail, oil, uh, and construction. Those are just a few of the subsidiaries, but it's literally like anything you could think of, they, there's like a Wayne version of it. They, they have a lot of money. You also have to consider like family wealth here. Howard Stark was a self-made man who started out with nothing and built a very successful company in Stark Industries. The Waynes, on the other hand, are old money. We're talking yeah. like the bedrock of Gotham City old money. You know, they're very similar to some real world old money families like the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, or the Hearst. The money goes back over many generations and it just like accumulated over time and just keeps growing. It's, it's, I mean, wouldn't it be nice just to have a little, right? little taste of it, little taste of that old money. <laughs> delicious old uh, money taste, I bet it tastes yeah, yeah. delicious. I'm like, grandma, where's the old money? She's like. <laughs> <laughs> there is no old money. There is no old money. <laughs> While Tony Stark might be the richer man, like on paper, 
I think Bruce Wayne probably might secretly be the richer man here, okay? Because mm. you know there's some secret money buried away in the family vault. There's a lot of assets they could sell. I bet he's he's got the advantage over Tony here, for sure. Oh, yeah, probably some, sure. you know, some Swiss bank accounts that no one knows about. You know oh, saying? yeah. There's, there's, some, <laughs> there's some Wayne money floating around that ain't on the books, dog. Oh, yeah. But still, Jeff Bezos is wealthier than both of them combined. So he's the, he's the real winner here, I guess. I guess Not so. Not in my heart. But he is, he's going to watch this and he's going to cancel all of my Amazon packages. <laughs> he's going to post everything I've ordered online. He's like, listen, uh, listen this is what MT orders. He's, uh, he bought, so ordered good. a body pillow to cry into last week. Mm. Um, that's, hey, that's not okay. true. <laughs> that's okay. You're allowed to cry into a pillow. No one can stop you. I ordered two. <laughs> Just kidding. That's, that's also not true. Anyway. Okay. Our second bite-sized question. Wouldn't Falcon's face be covered in bugs once he's done flying around in the sky? Uh, and this came from IAJ Smith 24, also on our Discord channel. Uh, I, I saw this question and I had to dive into it because it, it, it made me laugh so hard just thinking <laughs> about like Falcon flying around and getting bugs in his face because it's true. Like he probably does catch a few bugs on his face while he's flying around. Yeah. I don't know if you know this MT. I remember reading about this a while ago and it blew my mind. But there are trillions of insects like migrating over our heads every year through the air. And it's like way more than anyone ever thought. Like scientists started studying this and quantifying it by using like radar beams to count the insects and also yeah. by like putting nets up at like different heights uh, and catching insects to see like what number of insects they would find at like different altitudes. And they found like trillions of them. That is insane. And scary. I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> and like most of them are alive too. It was like only 1% of them that were just like dead carcasses blowing around. Like most of these oh bugs are like alive and they're migrating and stuff. And it's not even bugs with wings that are up there because there are some spiders who can make like long strings of silk and they basically just hold them like a kite and like fly. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. That's yet. freaking dope. That's so cool. Why is there no spider kite man? That'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Spider-Man should just be flying around with like right? long strings of web. Yeah, that makes that a lot of sense. That is so cool. I love that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, so scientists in the UK alone, this is just the United Kingdom, observed over 3.37 trillion insects migrating between 500 and 4,000 feet. So up in that area, which wow. Sam's spending a lot of time flying around at that height. And they could go higher because they found bugs way up high. They found like bees on top of Mount Everest. They figured out bees could fly in atmosphere as thin as like 29,000 feet up in the air, which is just crazy. Damn. So you have all these bugs flying around up there. And if we assume, so if over the UK, there's 3.37 trillion insects, we have to assume over every landmass, there's about that many insects flying around. And scientists say there could be even more in areas that are closer to the equator because it's pretty cold up in the UK when you get high up, but like, Closer to the equator, it's pretty warm. There could be even more bugs. Right. Uh, so Sam's probably hit a bug or two or a thousand <laughs> while he's like flying around. Uh, At least some, two bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In some cases, he might be going fast enough that like it just gets obliterated and he doesn't notice it like it's a little bug. But every now and then, you know, he's catching like a wasp on his face. He's like, ugh. Yeah. Which, why didn't Tony build him like a full mask? Like, do you think seriously? Was, do you think Tony like was like, do you want a full mask? He's like, no, I like the goggles. I like to be able to breathe. <laughs> I don't like having stuff on my face. I like to think that Tony had the mask ready, and then uh, Sam didn't sign the accords. He was like, mm -mm -mm. <laughs> you don't get the mask. <laughs> you don't now. get this bug-free mask. No. 
you criminal. Yeah, I bet he's like swallowed some <laughs> bugs too, and is just like too proud to talk about it. Like, oh, yeah. he doesn't want to mention that he's like swallowing bugs up there. I did when I was researching this. I read a, <laughs> I read like a story, and this is apocryphal, but like a guy talking about being on his motorcycle. Uh, and it, he ran into a June bug, like hit him in the testicle when he was going like 50 miles an hour. And he said it hurt so bad. So I can't even imagine what poor Sam is getting up there, uh, up in the sky. The poor Man, guy. Is, he, that is my biggest fear, Brandon, a June bug to the testicles. I never wish any, even my, even my biggest enemy, I would never wish a June bug no. to the testicles for At 50 him. miles an hour. Heck no. No, maybe 49 miles per hour, but never 50. Never 50. That's too fast. Well, MT, it's time for the, our favorite part of the show, and that's where we get into the box of scraps. Box of scraps. Box of scraps. <laughs> box of scraps. <laughs> box of scraps. Boxes, you do the box of scraps. You did it with a box of scraps. <laughs> In a cave with a box of scraps. Today's box of scraps question is, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, John Walker goes back to his old high school for his big Good Morning America interview. Now, do you have a good memory about returning to a school at an older age, Brandon? Well, I mean, I have a memory. I don't know if it's a good memory, but uh, <laughs> when I was in... After I'd graduated high school and I'm a freshman in college, uh, I, I spent the spring semester back a, in my hometown. Mm. Uh, and one of the jobs you could get as a fresh-faced 18-year-old boy was taking a six-hour training class and then you're a, a, able to be a substitute teacher, right? Oh. So for whatever reason, I decided to be a substitute teacher. Uh, and I'm mostly doing like elementary schools, you know, because to them, an 18 year old is a uh, hundred year old. You know, I'm an adult. <laughs> they respect me. Yeah. Uh, but my math teacher, who I really liked in high school, found out I was back in town and I was subbing. And she was like, oh, I would love for you to sub for me one day because like teachers can request a specific sub. And I was like, yeah. OK. And this, so I go back to my high school less than a year out of graduating and I'm like this is so cool I'm gonna be the teacher and I'm gonna see all my some of my friends that I still have there and all that stuff it was a terrible experience <laughs> oh, no, no one respected me <laughs> they were just goofing on me all day and I must have looked insane walking around like I'm a, a, a teacher now uh, and so I, I could go eat in the teacher's lounge if I wanted to, but I didn't because I was like scared to go into the teacher's lounge. <laughs> so then I sat here? with like the kids, which is probably not a good idea either. So I've got no respect from anybody. <laughs> thankfully, I only subbed for her for one day. Uh, and thankfully, Dang. I gave up my teaching career because I don't think I was born to be a teacher. But oh, never man. go back and sub your high school like less than a year out of leaving it because it's not a That's... fun experience. <laughs> That sounds really uh, interesting. Yeah. That, yeah, I feel like that you're being your age at that time is a very, yeah. really awkward thing to be yeah. a substitute. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, for me, I think that the only thing I could really think of was, you know, somewhat recently when I went back to my old college, because uh, I graduated in 2014. And I was like, you know what? A couple of years later, I was like, I'm going to go back, see what things, what's what's going on there. Um, and it was very weird um, seeing all the new freshmen because they all look like babies, Brandon. They oh, all look like babies. baby children. And it was at that point that I realized time was doing cruel things to me and making me older and making the kids younger. You're aging. Um, you can't help it. Exactly. It's all that aging that I, I strongly urge our viewers to stop, stop doing it. It's not, it's unfun. But yeah, it, that, that, that was the time when I realized, wow, I'm actually an adult because these 18 year olds look like, I don't know, 12 year olds. So yeah. like now I guess it's time for me to join AARP or something. I don't know. 
That's that's when you know you're an adult MT is when you start looking at at children and being like they're too young to even yes. be children. They're just like too I, young. whenever I see like young like I don't know like middle schoolers like holding hands in relationships. I'm like, what do you know about love? What do you know? I was like there when the, love was invented. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas future coming in, being like, beware, right? Beware, <laughs> this is your destiny. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Don't date anyone under 20. <laughs> like, just don't date until you're like 21. Don't commit yourselves. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're in middle school and you're listening to this, break up. Break up. It's not going to work out. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but... Just break it off. Just break up. Just, just focus on school. I don't know. Color. Color a thing. I don't know what people do in middle school. Learn your d- d- division. Color something and just I'm, chill. I'm pretty sure mm. middle school is coloring and division. You nailed it. Too. Yes. Coloring, division, and then and then high school, they teach you how to color in the lines, which is, yeah, mm. I, I remember. That's yes. true. That's what it's about Perfect. being an adult, learning to color in the lines. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this has been a depressing episode of Big Question and Team. <laughs> But thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Uh, you can follow MT at Mastertainment. Follow me at Grin and Barrick. Figure out how to spell it. Uh, follow New Rockstars. Send us your big questions and use the hashtag big question. If you're listening to the podcast, subscribe to the feed and give us a nice rating and review. And Please. make sure you subscribe to New Rockstars here on YouTube and hit that notification bell. Uh, this has been a blast, MT. I can't wait to do it with you again sometime. Hey, you're the man, Brandon. You always know you're the man. I'm always telling you the man. You're the man, Brandon. Oh, you're the man. Um, actually, you're the man, Brandon. Don't. Okay. Don't, I already said I will it. be the man. Don't, yes. Thank you. Jeez. Thank you. Respect Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>